0: Welcome to Mage Talk. Mage Talk Monday is sponsored by Nucleus Commerce. Nucleus Commerce is the ultimate Magento accelerator. It provides a solid foundation enabling merchants to focus resources on creating a unique Magento based site that represents their brand, inspires customers to buy, and drives business growth. Find out more today at NucleusCommerce.com.
1: Welcome to episode 33 of Mage Talk, the Magento Community Podcast with Phil Lip Jackson, <laughs> and Kayla Jordan. Uh, I've made the mistake before of saying Phil Jackson, so I corrected that last minute. And we have an extremely special guest with us today, Karen Baker of Webshop Apps. Woo! Karen hello
2: oh, that's a that's you guys a you guys sound so upbeat i'm not sure because you know i'm english i know you, <laughs> you might <not> realize that <laughs> right let's try but, that um, again let's, right, right let's try that again
1: real quick you're, you're quite <laughs> upbeat i don't know if i'm gonna have to keep up with this i'm a little bit excited i'm not gonna you're quite excited I'm, yeah i'm kind of excited i'm a little tiny bit excited and i've been working on my my uh, podcast intro here now for about 33 episodes so
2: yeah, sounds good. I am mean, I'm deeply impressed. You sound like you're very high on caffeine.
1: <laughs> I have had three and a half cups uh, today, so I'm I'm doing okay as
2: far as caffeine goes.
0: Karen, you, you are are you still a, a citizen of the UK?
2: Well, I'm um, for tax purposes, no. Um, for for um, passport purposes, yes.
0: Okay. So, and how does so, that factor yeah. in with your with? Uh, they're they're starting a whole election cycle right now, right? Isn't this like a somber time? Like, isn't everybody in like a some sort of a mourning? Like we still have a government. Oh no. And they have to. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm not, I used to be really into politics actually, mm. my younger days. But uh, I'm, when I married my husband, he's just so not into politics. And I sort of, I sort of got his agnostic approach, which I realize is really bad because, you know, I know women died and everything to get the vote, mm. but uh, I just feel like they're all the same. So I'm, um, I'm very agnostic to it all. So I think a lot of people in England are. I don't know. That's what I feel.
0: Kalen has so. the same feeling about uh, Magento agencies. About women. Well, sorry. What's that? <laughs> Magento agencies. He's, 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 <laughs> he's pretty so agnostic. About- <laughs> he just doesn't. He doesn't really care. They're all the same. Um, <laughs> oh, <man. laughs>
1: I got myself into some serious trouble with some emails that were exchanged with Phil the last week or two. So hopefully he's not going to no, bring No, no, no. I won't be.
0: Money. I'm not going to bring uh, I'm not. I'm not going to bring the uh, hammer. But <laughs> if
1: you do, I'm ready. I'm ready for you. He's bro. ready. He's Come ready. At me. Come Karen at me, bro.
0: Karen is so, what my most uh, favorite person in the Magento community. And I mean that seriously. Uh, we talk about her all the time. And um, for those who don't know or haven't listened to the last 32 episodes, 33, if you count the bonus episodes, sign up on our website with the email and uh so if if uh if you don't know who karen is karen could you just kind of give us a a two second digest of who you are what you're doing where you're going what you're all about
2: yeah okay so i basically uh, i've been in it since 2008 and i wrote a shipping extension called matrix rate um which is pretty much how webshop apps was formed and uh I sort of been on this roller coaster ride since then. Really, it wasn't really. I wouldn't say initially it was through choice. I sort of just went along with the flow. And I suppose as time's gone on, it's been through choice, but I still go along with the flow. So, um, so yeah, we do web shop outs, which is all about shipping rate calculation. And more recently, we uh, we launched Shipper HQ, which is basically a cloud-based version, which brings together all of our extensions. Love the cloud. Yeah, it's where it's going, all in the cloud. And, so, is, yeah.
0: and yeah, Karen, so. by trade, you were previously like a Java developer, right?
2: Yeah, well, my, but I've got a computer science degree. So I've been in industry since about 95, 96. And, um, and then I've sort of been all around the houses. I've done C Sharp, .NET, Java, um, Linux, Windows, C++. So I've done quite a lot, which I suppose makes me able to just... Switch around a bit, but I was never a PHP programmer ever, and I still don't really class myself as one. Well. <laughs> In some circles, that's coach. a good
0: thing, right? Like, well,
2: yeah, <laughs> I sort of, I'm sort of more language agnostic now. But I think my most favorite language probably now is Java. I think, but I do a lot of Ruby on Rails now, so that's pretty cool.
0: Oh wow, okay. Cool. So Shipper HQ is the the newest thing you've been working on, and that's uh, so that's all Rails based.
2: It's the Rails front end, so all the dash, dashboard, the admins, all Ruby on Rails, which is great. I love it because I'm not a designer. That's what I'm not. And, um, but it's pretty good. We use Bootstrap on that. Um, and then the back end, the, the Java side is all about for the web services. and Yeah, so we've got a lot of Java. Oh, wow. So Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's really nice to, to, you know, I don't know. I like PHP, but it's nice to get home to a more formal language is that Mm -hmm. the wrong thing to say no that's the right uh, thing to say yeah i like i like the strongly typed languages php is the cousin who
0: like shows up at your wedding and he's wearing like board shorts and like a tank top you know what i'm talking about and he's like he's the guy at the free at the open bar and he's like what are you talking about i haven't had 12 he's that guy that's php
1: (laughs) he's like let's build some apps guys no big deal
0: (laughs) java's the clergyman he's like (laughs) It's like, do you take this system process? (laughs) Anyway. anyway.
2: To be your lawfully wedded wife, to have and to hold. Anyway. It's changed a lot, though, because I think, like, years ago, I know when I was, I always wanted to be a developer, and I looked at PHP years ago, and I was like, well, that's not really a proper language, you know? Mm. It was almost... I don't want to compare it, but at the time it almost felt a little bit like going to become a VB programmer. Ooh, um, that's great. So cool. so I just and also the wages were quite low on PHP years ago. That's so true. it never really appealed to me, even though I used to do a lot of stuff around web services and soap and stuff like that. But um but but lately it's changing a lot and you can you can see that in the Magento community as well. That um, you know, it's becoming a lot more um, you know, the OO side's obviously coming out a lot and you know, all the things that are going on Magento too. So it's, and the wages have gone up, so it's a pretty good area now. But uh, right. but it definitely has its problems. I think in in the language and and stuff that you know, you know, it's I I don't know. I like more constraint, I suppose, and and mm. less choice. I think you can sort of hang yourself a bit with PHP, and you know, true. Not so mad on that?
1: Well, so you so you mentioned that the front end uh, for Shipper HQ was Rails. Do you have something else on the on the back end? Java. Java, okay. Yeah, nice. all the web services, yeah, all the web Java.
0: services are Java. And, and you built it that way so it can be consumed, I'm assuming, uh, by various APIs or other client APIs that you've written?
2: Yeah, partly. And partly because of I suppose my background is Java C Sharp. Sort of that's my main background. So, uh, you know, why not, you know, like building something you understand. Right. But it's good because we can like multi-thread the hell out of it. And, um, that makes, you know, when we're calling out to all these carriers, it's great. And then there's just so much in there. Like hibernate is fantastic for the DB side, the mm-hmm. caching. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's mature, you know? And, and, um, the TDD I, I saw, uh, actually before this, this, um, this meeting, I, I, um, listened to some of your podcasts. I thought I better get up to speed on what was going on. I've been listening to them, I promise. But I just listened to the Vin I Yeah. And uh, that was that was heavy, man. Yeah.
1: That was heavy. Oh,
2: shit. yeah. I, I have to like defend my honor here
1: because at the very last at the very tail end of it, Phil like <laughs> called me out. I
2: saw that. But, yeah. But, yeah uh, I like, Phil was
1: like, yeah, this is a great content. And you know, Kalen, he's kind of a wuss. And uh, yeah. So did you did did I what? Did you cop out? No, you mean of, you the, sure? of the interview? Yeah, so uh, what? <laughs> what happened was. was it, well, what happened was. What ha- happened Great was. Uh, no, usually for you know, a lot of time for interviews, we'll do them individually, and then I happened to be going to the coffee shop that day, so it kind of didn't work out. But I, but after I listened back to, it, I was like, man, there's there's a lot of things that. I would uh, I wanted there was a lot of stuff that he talked about that I kind of identified with. like he talked about the early stages where you're spending more time on your tests than on your actual code. And so there's a lot of there was a lot of insight I got there and some questions uh, that I that I had. and then, you know, of course, I had to defend my honor towards the end. Did you guys read, you mentioned Rails? Have you guys read DHH's uh, who I, I have a, a love hate relationship with uh, his post on uh, TDD?
2: Yeah, I was actually there. I went to the so I heard it in the in the flesh, as it were. Okay, but, uh, you had to really go to the. There's there's him and there's that other guy, Tender Love. You know, okay. the the I can't remember his name. I should know it. Um, I'm terrible at names. But um, Tender Love on Twitter, he's just crazy guy. Like he's mental, and um, he's on the Ruby and the Rouse committees and everything else. And really, you had to you had to see his and DHH's together in order to understand it. Because okay. DHH basically slammed test-driven development. Right. And then the Tenderlove guy comes in and he basically sort of calls DHH out and says, no, actually, this is pretty cool. And they sort of, like, I think they basically did it like that to sort of give it some balance. Mm. But yeah, I
1: mean, it, yeah. Yeah. There was a huge backlash to to what uh, D- DHH said, uh, the kind of the position he took on it. But I... Um, yeah, I, I, I identify, I mean, I talk about it like it, like I sort of have a level of experience that he does, which I, which obviously I don't, but I sort of identified with a lot of the, the concepts, which is that, um, you know, and I really wish I was there to talk with an cause it's kind of dumb to talk about it now where, where he's not here. Um, but it, just a lot of the concepts around, like, you, you know, like for example, he talked about how. Um, a lot of the things that become necessary when you're doing strict TDD and you're mocking out objects is you create um, uh, architecture that's just inherently confusing, and and we know a lot of the reasons for it. And they, you know, they talked about a lot of, a lot of the reasons in the last show, but that uh, you know he's just like, look, it it can hurt you, the, the, your system design. Yeah. And you know, I, so I definitely connected with a lot of what they, he was saying. But at the same time, he was also saying, "Look, you know, uh, unit testing is a good thing. It's just about using it in." You know, I, I think of it. I think it's like it's a tool, and you know, you can leverage it to a certain extent. Maybe you don't. Probably most people should be leveraging it a little bit more than they are. But it doesn't make it a silver bullet. You know. I guess that's yeah. my, my
2: I, I mean, I'm a really big fan of TDD actually. And, uh, I've been sort of doing it for a number of years now. Okay. And, um, cause when I used to work in financials, like you couldn't rewrite really anything without it being having tests. I mean, we spent like two years testing a system that took us a yeah. year to write. Yeah. This is, is just it like,
0: I don't think people realize because this is not a new concept. Like this no, has been around for ages. Right. And yeah. I was doing TDD before I even knew that this, what, that's what it was called because it was it's something that just naturally progresses when you get to a point that you're like I wrote the system that I have no idea like if I'm going to break if I add on to it then I wind up writing like a functional test that uses my API then does a bunch of stuff and make sure that I am asserting specific outcomes it's like all of a sudden I'm like whoa I'm doing this thing that other people I just don't call it the same thing right like <laughs> I just, yeah yeah
2: but it's it's been around a long while. And, um, you know, like Martin Furler and stuff, because I actually interviewed with FortWorks, who's, you know, he's the, the CTO there mm-hmm. years ago, like 2002, and uh, it's quite an interesting company. But they throw you around everywhere. I didn't want to go and work for them because you, you end up, like, just traveling like crazy. And I was right. Like, mm-hmm. sort of that. But, but isn't, uh, it, is it yeah, like,
1: banking, just, isn't banking code, like, sort of one of the notoriously, like, worst code bases in general? isn't isn't uh i mean you you hear jokes about it like (laughs) develop file this under questions
0: (laughs) that her nda prevents her from answering
1: Um, (laughs) like you know you hear jokes that developers that work for banks never
2: use those banks because
1: they know how bad the the code is oh
2: well Uh, we used to work in foreign exchange it's a little bit different so we were working in trading systems so it wasn't like you're going to the you know the card machine and get some money out kind of this was like like deep algorithms and Mm. i'm going right for the jugular. i'm gonna get it was actually pretty good
0: yeah how do you jump from that to shipping for like to magento i'm I'm trying to bring this back home like how do you how do you do that and then like seven years later you wind up doing shipper hq i'm i'm just interested in in the thought process and how it evolved
2: I am I get bored really easily. Like if you knew me, you should do a little bit. She's but, bored uh, already with this conversation. I get bored really, really quickly. Like I tried to take a day off on Friday by 11 o'clock in the morning. I was back at work. But, um,
0: <laughs>
1: so,
2: so I my, saw that um, tweet and I was thinking sounds to myself like a
1: different problem.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, there's so, no way she's going to take the whole day off. I actually, I actually thought that to myself. No, it didn't happen. But, um, but I, 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 um, I just, I like, I'm one of these people that likes, um, I don't know, I suppose you'd call me an inventor, I suppose. I like life thinking outside the box. And so so with the shipping stuff, it was just because my husband, I was on sabbatical and I was looking after a one-year-old and a three-year-old and I was just bored, stupid. Like, they're great kids, don't get me wrong, but I was bored after a week. And... Um, and so I said to my husband, I'll just rewrite your site. Cause he was on some, some solution. It was terrible. And I was like, I'll just rewrite it. And I ended up looking around and then I was like, oh yeah, it's Magento stuff looks good. And it was like March 2008 when 1.0 came mm-hmm. out and then, and then he needed some shipping. So I saw that as shipping and then people contacted me on the forums. That's why I say I just sort of fell into it really. But, um, wow. You know, but I didn't know anything about shipping at all. And then all these people were asking questions from America. And I was like, I have no idea what you're going on about. But if you can explain it to me, then, uh, I'm sure we can work through this. And then, you know, you read some specs and, you know, it's pretty easy,
1: really. So, what's it been like kind of sticking with uh with shipping throughout the years i, I sort of think about this myself in terms of staying within you know, my little little niche yeah. and like what's that been like in terms you know you you get bored or you want to work on different things yeah what's it been like to, to be focusing just on shipping for so many years
2: well, it's such a big area, like, yeah. and I really like the math side of it. Like, I'm a mathematician by heart, so so like that, that area really appeals to me. It's just got enough in it, and I love like the fact that I talk to customers and my job's a lot around business requirements and you know, merchants and stuff like that. And I don't know, it just for me, right. it has enough variety. I feel like I'm being stretched every day of the week. Oh, that's cool, that's all you can ask for, really. Really, right. there's aspects of it which you know, like, I'd like to move on from, but, you know, you know, I can't wait for two to come out for instance, but, uh,
1: right. How many, um, uh, in terms of your, your company, um, uh, what, what was like the size of the company in terms of employees, um, at its peak and like, what's it at now? I'm just curious in terms of like, you know, you mentioned your role and, you know, focusing on business uh, requirements and you've got other developers helping you out with other stuff.
2: Yeah, we're, we're, we're pretty small right now. I think that's about I, I also of us right now, at the most, we've been about 13, 13 people. Okay. Because we moved to the US, it's like rebalanced the company and then we're moving right. again soon. So we're just like, we're sort of holding off on staff right now because I don't want to take people on and lay them off. So, right. so right. we're running a bit thin right now. So if you want a job, like, you know, things don't work out. <laughs> if
0: uh, if mail mail doesn't I, work out um... can
2: I can I email you my resume? What, yeah, sunny overall. What's the email address for that? <laughs> <laughs> it's on the uh, 10 days for magenta uh,
1: <laughs> is there a photo see this is why we need to release these same day because there's so much context that would be so much more funny um like you're de- doing like your desperate joke in the very beginning well you're, you're yeah you're
0: making the uh you're making the assumption that people keep up on twitter as as we do i think well, it's equally funny so everyone's been getting spam uh from the new Magento Imagine website, which is only like two or three weeks away at this point, um, but uh, Imagine has this really strange page that they put up of the names of the companies who are going to be in attendance, and uh, and and so <laughs> companies have and been using they, that to spam people.
1: I think I think somebody said like, "Hey, this is just standard. We're not putting individual yeah, names, we're just putting company names." But have they done that? Every year? I've never no, seen I've that. Never seen no, this is the first time. Yeah. yeah. This is fairly, <clears throat> is, is fairly standard for twenty fifteen. As far as
2: conferences go.
0: No. But, it's hey, not. look
2: guys, I don't want to interrupt your conversation, but um <laughs> I got some questions for you. Yeah, please. All right. <laughs> Bring All it. All right, I like it.
0: Mage Talk Monday is sponsored by Nucleus Commerce. Nucleus Commerce is a robust e-commerce solution for Magento. Nucleus delivers exclusive functionality, a game-changing theme architected by Brendan Falkowski, highly flexible in-admin support, and a curated set of extensions and services from a carefully selected team of partners. Don't miss the Nucleus Commerce launch party on Monday night of this year's Imagine Conference, hosted at the renowned Trist Club. You can RSVP for the party. At nucleuscommerce.com and follow Nucleus Commerce on Twitter and give them a shout out with hashtag MageTalk to enter to win a free nano quadcopter. Nucleus is giving one of these away each Friday from now until Imagine 2015.
2: So, Let, so the script. I just want to clarify. So, is it Philip or Phil?
0: It's Philip. It's Phil. No, shut up.
2: <laughs> shut up, Caitlin. It's always Philip. It's Philip. I'm apologize now if I've ever called you Phil. But no, it's, no, not at all. We had a
0: we had an always... episode not too long ago where I told the uh the origin
2: <laughs> I just, I heard story. That. Yeah. I heard that, but I just wanted to double double. Is it check. always, always, always
1: Philip, like all your friends, your wife, everybody? Uh
0: my wife calls me some things I couldn't say on this podcast. <laughs> we have to add. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm being really honest. Um, no, no, no. I mean, sometimes, like when I was growing up, my I had different nicknames. But it, now it's just Philip.
2: Okay. Yeah. Just making sure. All <laughs> right. And then... Uh, pushing my, back on that a little bit. My second question, which is to Philip. I just wanted to know what you actually did. Because, like... You never talk about what you do. We always talk about what Cailin does and MageMail and everything like that. But like, I haven't fully figured out exactly what you do. Wow.
0: Gosh, that's as, that's like existential and, and stuff. Um,
1: <laughs> Wait, <laughs> you know, in two minutes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not Shut even two minutes. Just relax. Put your feet up. Talk <laughs> to us about your problems.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm, I mean, technically what my title is, uh, I work for a company uh, who's a Magento Gold partner called Something Digital. Uh, And they're based in Midtown, Manhattan in New York. Um, And I've been with them almost three years or so. Uh, And uh, I am the lead e-commerce developer. Um, And that implies that I work with things other than Magento, but that's not the case. I only work with Magento. (laughs) Um, And yeah, I kind of came in as an e-commerce and uh, Magento subject matter expert. I was hired as a as a you know the first uh of a couple uh talent acquisitions um where they you know we we took months to kind of iron out the deal and whatever like i i wanted to be there and they wanted me to be there and you know it was it was kind of like a mutually beneficial deal um i had eyed them because i i loved their work they're they have an award winning like design agency uh within the company i love the owners they're incredible people um i genuinely love all of the people that work there i mean some incredible just really talented and thoughtful and uh and people like just experts in their field and that's where i wanted to work i don't want to work at a place where i was like before where i'm you know i'm like the buck stops with me and i'm the last guy in the line of knowledge and if it can't be done by me then you know it really can't be done by anybody i don't like being that guy because it doesn't stretch me and I don't feel, I don't feel pressured or, you know, I can kind of sit back and relax if I want to. And people kind of just take my word as gospel. And I don't like that. I, I want to be at a place where I'm challenged and people are like, are you sure? Is that really the case? You know, or, you know, at a place where they're like, the customer is always, you know, who cares how hard it is for us? The customer is the one that, you know, we need to put first here. And that is what we do every day is something digital. And, um, and so I love it. And I'm working with, you know, reputable brands and known companies, you know, um, I've never been, uh, I've never been happier. So that's a plug for them, but also like, that's what I do. I, I, I write Magento, I I develop Magento websites and integrations. Um,
1: yeah. That's, and like what, what percentage of your time is on stuff like, uh, you know, be, being in on pre-sales calls or kind of biz type stuff versus, like management versus like coding. What's so what, that what
0: happens is, you know, like you're the, just the developer and like three or four months goes by and like, all you've done is, you know, meet in standups and, and talk about code. And right. then one day somebody asks you a really tough question and you, you like really nail the answer or they ask you to sit in on a client call. Cause somebody, somebody couldn't, you know, somebody couldn't make it. And, uh, and eventually one day somebody says, wow, like, you know, people really have a lot of respect or, or trust in what you say and what your opinion says or what you said really delivered for this client. And that kind of expands right. your role. And I'm always the guy, I've, I've always been the guy who wants to know why we do something rather than <clears throat> just like what we're doing. And so I always want to question and challenge and ask if, you know, ask where we're at and what we're doing and why things are. And I have an eye for, you know, recognizing issues or problems. Um, so I, I, what, how much time do I spend? I don't know. A hundred percent of my time is coding. A hundred percent of my time is, is client interaction. I, it's, it's, oh. it, it, inter- it interacts. Um. Answered
1: like a true politician. I like no, it. No, it
0: just, it changes so often. I couldn't tell you that I spend 20% right. of my week, you know, interacting with a client. Um, sometimes I go and do client visits and, right. and I sit with their IT teams or their, you know, their marketing or implementation teams or their integration teams. Like we're working with this one big company now who, um, you know, it's like fortune 500 and they're integrating with another fortune 500s company. And it's, you know, it's, it's insane. It's stuff that I would never have ever thought I'd be involved in, but somehow I'm here. And, you know, the the imposter syndrome kind of kicks in sometimes. Um, because I, I tried to, I went to a Bible college thinking I'd be, you know, clergy. Um, (laughs) so sometimes it's, you know, but, uh, yeah, Karen, that's the answer to your question.
2: Cool. Well, thanks for that insight. They're a great company, by the way. I, I said to you once, saying Philip, that if I was going to work for any agency, and I do not lie on this, I would work for something just real, like John and Greg, is it? Yep. They're great guys. Oh. Great guys. I love them. Wow. That's a pretty huge endorsement. Yeah,
0: It, yeah. it really is. I, she, she speaks the truth, though. They really yeah. are amazing.
2: And it's, it's a nice, small... I like those small companies, you know, the ones that have heart and soul. And that's a... That's a heart and soul kind of agency, in my opinion. Cool,
0: That's cool. I'll pay. Okay. You want me to PayPal you later for that endorsement? Yeah, I you can. Mention.
2: You can do that if you want. <laughs> and then, okay, Stripe. So I got two more questions. I just want to flick through. Just you know, while you're on the line. Yeah. Um, why did you do Mage Talk? Why, where did that come from? Have you ever discussed that? Am I missed that in a podcast?
0: It was like we talked about it for five seconds at the beginning of episode one. Um. How did this come about? I, I we I know when it came yeah. about. We we were at Imagine last year in 2014, and uh, Kaylin and I met, but we had known each other on Twitter for a while, right? Yeah, and, and uh, we were part of a super secret Skype group that nobody's that shan't be spoken of. And um and uh and he and I we we had a lot of stuff to gossip about, and we were sitting outside this elevator to like 3:30 in the morning talking, and we're like, dang, like we should just record this. This is podcast stuff. Like, <laughs> it's just, it's inside baseball, but like nobody knows, you know, nobody has uh, s- some of this insight. And I think, you know, our opinions are shared by other people. And I think other people might want to to hear them. Um, and then plus, I think pod- podcasting in general become kind of ubiquitous. And Kalen, this was kind of Kalen's idea. And I'd been thinking of, of it for a long, long time. He listens to a lot of podcasts. Kaylin, I'm doing all yeah, the talking. Was, what do you? Yeah, how do you think it yeah, came about?
1: Yeah, we just really connected at, uh, at Imagine and and stuff, and uh, and so yeah, I've been listening to a bunch of podcasts, and and uh, you know my my kind of my favorite ones, it, it varies, but like my favorite ones are just like the ones where there's just two guys, just or not necessarily guys, two people just having a conversation. And about some sort of topic. And so I was like, you know, it'd be fun to kind of try this out. And I, and I was like, you know, it's weird that Magento doesn't have one because I'm seeing these different uh, podcasts and different little niches here and there. And Magento is such a big community, and people are so excited, uh, enthusiastic about it in general developers and stuff that I was like, it's kind of weird. And so there was the German one that had that had started a few years back and kind of ended. And so I just was like, hey, Phil, you know, you want to do a podcast? And we're like, okay, you know, we didn't have any idea what it was going to look like. uh, But we just like, you know, started recording and it kind of went from there. Phil's really been the one that's taken it to like a level of being a a really quality podcast. And uh, so, yeah, that's kind of how it started.
2: Cool. Do you think it is a big community though? Because I was thinking about this the other day and I was on that that. Mage, what is it called? Magento community forum. So what yeah. the name of it is? And I was looking at the people. and I'm like, this is all the same people. Like, maybe I just know a lot of people, or maybe the community that's vocal isn't actually that big. Because obviously, we know there's a wider community which is large. Yeah. I just, you see the same old faces on Twitter and the different forums and everything else. And I was just wondering. What percentage of the Magento community is actually really active? That's you know, like, that
0: is an exceptional question and one that I wish we knew the answer to because it would help us gauge like what kind of content we should be producing. Um, we've seen yeah. it. We've seen it even ourselves. Like people that have never been active in the Magento community on Twitter have somehow become very active in in just discussing our podcast back and forth. Like they're they're yeah so. That's a really amazing insight. And I think you could get the same insight by looking at Ruby or even PHP. Like when I follow, I, I follow like yeah. 300 people that are all PHP people that are all well-known PHP people. And there's only 15 of them that are active. And there's only 10 of them that do podcasts. And there's only five or six of them that have blogs that are worth reading. And it's you can you can get this feeling like it's quite a small community, but then you show up at like Imagine and there's a couple thousand people there and you kind of think, well, what are we not doing right? How are we not reaching those people? And what do we need to do to kind of engage those people? Not not that we can twist their arm and make yeah. them be involved, but what could we do that would be appealing to them, right?
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, no, go ahead. Sorry.
0: <laughs> uh,
2: I mean, just from my side, let me just say, because I'm very keen on inclusivity. You might, I don't know if you guys, is that how you say it? Inclus- that's, exact, uh, that's how you say it. Okay, so, but I'm really keen on this and, and I think sometimes it's taken the wrong way and people think that, you know, I'm like, I turn my back on something. But it's not that I'm turning my back on something. It's just be, like, I don't want anything to become a club. And I, I really like the idea of just being open and, and stuff like that. So just let me say from my perspective, like if you see me imagine, and obviously, you know, there's not many women strolling around that look like weirdos. So if if you spot the weirdo <laughs> female... <laughs> then come and say hello. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Um, it's either and can say or feels And, uh, you know, like, I probably won't recognize you because I'm actually really bad. I really get embarrassed to imagine. I actually have to hide behind all of my staff because I forget who everyone is. Like I, I just can't put names to faces yeah, at all. I understand so um, that. just excuse the fact that I might not recognize you, but just come up and say hello. And I think that we as a community should be encouraging, you know, people to speak up and, and, and I'm really keen, like personally, I suppose it's the, I don't know if it's the mother in me or just the fact I'm just getting really old now, but I'm really keen to like encourage this next generation to, to pop up, you know, and, Mm. you know, if you are like a new developer out there and you need a hand or you just, you know, like you just, want to jump on Twitter, but you're scared of being shouted down. Like, I just encourage you just to go for it and come and say hello, you know, because I think it can be intimidating for people and they see people like yourselves, um, you know, on talk, and then they'll see you imagine they'll be like, Oh no, I can't go up to him. He's not going to want to talk to me, but I don't think we're like that, you know? So I just want to, well, yeah. Out.
1: Yeah. I mean, and, and I have a ton of imposter syndrome myself because, um, you know, like for me, uh, just like, well, rightly so. We can all agree to that. Uh, like I think it was just four years ago, I was working as a project manager and, uh, I had been a developer, did general PHP stuff, didn't really have a specialty. I freelance, I did freelance. That didn't go so well. I got into project management and I was kind of horrible at it. Like I, I, um, the company wasn't the greatest or whatever, but, uh, I lost a lot of confidence in myself during that time. And then at the end of four years, I was like, okay, I'm going to get back into development. And that was when I got into Magento. And so, like, I still kind of feel like I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, but, you know, it's like with online communities, Twitter and everything else, you you got to put in the time, you know, you, you you engage with people and over time, people you know, engage back with you. And they you know, there's a, like when you're just getting started, a lot of times you're engaging with people, they're not engaging back with you. It's kind of frustrating, but you just kind of keep plugging away at it. And, uh, you know, so I,
2: I, yeah, I, I, I think, I don't know. I, I
1: still feel, yeah. Sorry.
2: But I think sometimes as well, and I think this is true of general development. It's like, you know, like engineering in general, it's just it's like intimidation aspect of it. And like, you know, yeah. like, you know, people think, oh, you know, that guy's a brilliant developer or, or stuff like that. And I suppose like because I've been around the industry so long, I like, am over that. You know, like right. and um and it's but it's like I think, you know, what you need to realise is that people are just homing in on one area. Like there's nobody right. out there that knows every single thing about Magenzo. Like right. they just this doesn't exist. I'd I'd even say people like Vin I don't know every single thing about Magento. They just know they're
0: uh. Do we lose
2: yeah.
1: her? We lose you. Oh, you're back.
0: Do we lose you? See that—that that was Vina. He's listening in. He's—he's—he's he's, he's, he's hacked us <sighs> now. He's like, of he's course I know everything about it. <laughs> it's
2: like I, I feel like sometimes that people get intimidated by that, especially young engineers. And um, you know, yeah. I think you just gotta just give it a go, you know, and not not be intimidated and just appreciate that every not everybody knows everything. I think get over that and then yeah. just focus on your area. Be do good at it. and you know, I really, you know? yeah. I, I still feel
1: pretty strongly though, that the Magento community is one of the friendliest. Uh, not that I've been significantly involved in other communities. Totally, yeah. but yeah. yeah. But like if you look at the P general PHP community, there's some beautiful stuff happening, but there's a lot of infighting. There's a lot of just vitriol in general. Vitri- but that's because you know why
0: though? Like this, this is, uh oh I can't I can't f- remember no, what the name f- is <laughs> there's a there's <laughs> sure. a type of bias no 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 there's a very specific type of bias that describes what you're talking about and I think it's because when you get a lot of voices uh, that are, that start to speak out, like you have sure. three or 400 people actually participating, you're going to sure. have people that don't agree with each other. Right. No, I like, know. Yeah,
1: the, yeah. It's the, the, the more people, the larger the community is, the higher, the chance, the, the higher, the likelihood of those types of conflicts. I mean, I, I get that, but I still, and it'd be interesting if you could actually plot out the numbers somehow, but I still really feel like for the size of the community, um, it's very, a lot of the top, top people in the community are just some of the friendliest people in the world, like Fabrizio and, uh, Benai and, uh, just uh, a lot Phil Phil, Phillip, uh, Karen. I mean, so, uh, I, I, I don't know. I really do feel that way. I'm sure as things grow, they naturally yeah. trend towards a little bit of chaos, but, uh,
2: I totally agree, but that's and I think that's why it's important. I suppose that I want to say, like, just reach out to us because, you know, like I think sometimes people might perceive that, you know, that that there is this little club or there is elitism and stuff like that, and it's you know, and it's simply not the case. And I think you could go up to anyone within this community, and you know, especially if you're a young engineer and you're going to imagine for the first time, like go and talk to. You know the the people there that you see on Twitter, because I'm sure that you'll find every one of them is more than approachable. Because you're totally right, Kaylen. It's a beautiful, wonderful community, that, and it's probably the biggest asset that Magento has.
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a huge topic. <laughs> but, well, that's a whole yeah. topic
2: on itself. I, I, can
0: I elaborate on one thing though? And this is I'm going to be grouchy for a second here. Uh, Turn on that. Uh, it's these kids these days, right? Like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, no, I i, I tell the story that I actually had this moment the other day where some someone was making this someone was making a big fuss outside my house and there was like I, I looked out the window and there was like twenty kids like wrestling and they were like beating each other with their backpacks and they're like all up on my sod that I had just put in. And like I threw the front door open and I was like raising my fist about to scream get off my lawn <laughs> and then i and i realized oh my gosh i'm really I'm old guy. now like i've become that guy <laughs> and um no but like that's that's a real story actually no what i the problem that i have is is <laughs>
2: uh it, it, oh, it's out. it's like kids these spit i don't know i
0: i feel like the millennial generation is, is less committed they're they're more consumer-esque than any generation before it and they love to consume, but they don't like to they don't like to give back. And I don't know if it's a generational thing. Maybe I'm maybe I'm, you know, reading too much into it, but I even see it in the workforce. It's they wanna come, you know, they'll work for you for a year and then they're gonna take the next best offer, you know, that comes up. And it's no it's it's like, what can you do for me? you know, even when I'm hiring people, it's what can you do for me? And what is this job going to give me in the next year? And I'm like, hey, what are you talking about? Like, this is a symbiotic relationship. Like, we need you. You need us as much as we need you. Like, you, this is a two-way interview. You know, this isn't entirely one-sided and you're also not God's gift. So let's let's be realistic and say, like, and, and I feel like they're, they, they tend to yeah. be that way in most things. And so when they approach, you know, what is this podcast doing? Like, Uh, how come they have ads in that podcast? Oh, the ad is like, uh, oh, why can't, can't you, can you produce a different type of, uh, I mean, it just, it gets, you see it kind of played out in every single industry. And that happens to be, you know, as content producers, you know, and, and especially like we're trying to revolve it around a community. We need people in the community to actually engage. And what I'm seeing is, you know, people that are my age and above, or our age and above are are the ones who are engaging and maybe it's just that we're seasoned or, or maybe that, you know, we're past all of the, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know.
2: I think you're right though. And I've, I've had this with staff where like you can, we've had some staff where they come in and then they sort of think that in a year they're going to be, you know, the best developer in the world. And then it's a bit of a shock to them when they're not. And you're like, and then, but then they're doing a nine to five and you're like, like you need to understand like when I was your age, I wasn't doing that. I was, I was working weekends. I was reading books. I was doing this, I was doing that. If you want to be exceptional, you know, or even okay, then you, you know, you need to put this extra legwork in. It's not, you know, I can't teach you that. But then but then, saying that, like, and it's particularly I'd say in America, like the staff of employed in America have been fantastic. And and we have an intern with us right now and he's still at uni. He's actually in the office right now. Um, He's in Ohio state and he's brilliant. And he's the most humble guy you could ever meet. Wow. And, and he just sucks in knowledge. And when we've got a, a girl that started with us recently as well, and she's fantastic as well. And I do think that it varies, you know, person to person, but I, I understand what you mean. I think, I think for me, it's come about me actually sort of sitting down people and saying, I need something out of you. You need to give me this, and this is what I'm going to give you, and, mm. th- and making that agreement up front and setting that expectation mm. and, and, and also trying not to take on people that are uh, a, a sort of overly arrogant or overly right. confident, you right. know, like trying to take yeah. on more humble people, it, you know? Yeah, it's, so, it, it kind of seems like two
1: different things because, you know, the person who uh, let's say maybe doesn't feel confident enough to reach out and engage with other developers, um, is kind of different from that, uh, other younger person who feels really entitled. They think, you know, they're the best thing since sliced bread or whatever, like that type of personality is probably
2: oh, gone. Sorry. overly,
1: yeah. Is, <laughs> are we uh, running out of time? <laughs> Sorry, that was my phone. Oh, okay. But so I think that is. type of person is probably overly confident and entitled or whatever. And the other type of person that Karen's saying, hey, feel free to reach out is the person who's not, you know, so much overly entitled. They're they're Maybe they have a little bit less confidence than they should to just reach out and like, Hey, you know, ask questions or whatever, getting, you know, get involved. Don't be shy. Right. It seems like those are two, two different personalities,
0: but are they, I don't know. I think what I'm, what I think I'm, I'm hearing Karen say is that a couple things, maybe the community is not as big as we think it is. um, And maybe it's not so big because there's a lot of big personalities that are preventing people from actually coming in. And one way we can fix that is to welcome them Uh, with open arms and ask them if they need help and try to bring them up alongside. And what I'm saying is I don't know that they're responsive to that. And maybe it's a generational thing. I think they're not responsive to that because they're not, they don't want to participate on any level. It's a consumer nature. It's just a, cons. like, uh,
2: okay, that's what I'm trying
0: to tie it into is saying, I I don't know that there's any amount of please, you know, come, you are welcome. We'll take you as you are. I don't think that plays out. It's like it's it's a it's a know. message I, that's lost.
2: Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Like, I definitely If you talk about developers, then there, there's an element of that I agree. I don't think it's true throughout. But if you move that if you move that argument across to like web design agencies, I know that when I went to meet Magenta in New York, mm-hmm. I was like very I sort of stood at, stood on my own for a bit and like tried not to stand in too much in groups and stuff like that. And I just had tons of people coming up and or t- people standing on their own, and I'd go over and talk to them. And they were just so pleased for that interaction, you know. Great. And I felt that, you know. And I think that's all we need to do is sometimes, like, you know, like you go into a pub and it's full of a massive group and they're all together, great, that's good. But I think there's that time when you can actually look around and go. Do you know what? There's a couple of people over there and they're clearly not in the community or they're not right. talking to many people. Let's go and talk to them. Right. And I think that, that we should be doing that like personally, yeah. you know, and that's what I'm going to do this. Imagine is, right. so if you're a stranger, imagine just watch out. Cause I'm coming after you. Coming after <laughs> you. I mean, one thing that
1: <laughs> coming, coming to get you, one yeah. thing that, you know, we could do would be to, I, I don't know this look like, but to have some sort of a Maybe it's super informal or whatever, where we just say, Hey, if you're new to the community, come right up. We want to talk to you, introduce yourself. Um, I don't know what that would look like, but, but. it's what we're doing now,
2: really. Yeah. Yeah, t-shirts that say free hugs, free hugs, um, maybe
1: have some sort of a venue where we're like, Hey, come to this thing introduce yourself. Maybe it's get feedback. Maybe it's, Hey, we'll give you feedback really positively and gently on whatever you're working on or something like that. So that they feel like there's that open invitation to come as a quote newbie, as opposed to feeling like, Oh, wow, there's that cool click over there. I can't walk up to them. There's that cool click over there. I can't walk up to them. Maybe if there was a place that was kind of welcoming that would, that could be cool.
2: Well, I think this for starters, we have pre-imagined, but you know, I think most people know what you guys look like. They know what I look like. Um, you know, that's a starter, you know. So that's for me, like that's, you know, if other people do that as well and just then that's, that's cool, you know, cause it's, it's great getting together and I can't wait to see you guys again and everything else, but it's also great refreshing the community. And I, I'm a big fan of that because we're not going to be around forever. Yeah. Right So at some point we're gonna move on, and it's good that if you can leave some form of legacy behind you, which is you know this great community which which goes forward, you know, mm. so that's just just what I hope for, I suppose, but the- uh yeah maybe I'm too utopian I don't know no
1: no no yeah I, I love that and, and I'll say the same as if there's anybody coming out you know that that wants to say hi or whatever like come on up um and I also if there's anybody working on any kind of like a product or an extension I'd love to give like feedback on that if that's you know something you'd like so so yeah like feel free to
2: walk up and and uh chat us up I should say, though, like, really quickly, when I used to work at, at Thomson Reuters, I, my friends used to get really peed off with me because I used to go and talk to everybody else. And they'd be like, why don't you talk to us? And I'd be like, because you're <laughs> already my friends. And then they used to get really, really peed off with me about it. They're like, you come out, you invite us out for a night out, and then you don't talk to us all night. And I'm like, yeah, but it's because you're my friends. So that I don't feel like I need to hang around with you all night. You all have each other. Yeah. And like I could never, ever understand that. It caused a few rows, actually. Yeah. But uh, but I was like, you just need to chill,
1: you know? I'm going to be hanging out with Nacho from Interactive 4 uh, basically the whole time and and Philip.
0: This is basically the opposite of what Karen was just saying.
1: But, but. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. But. But, Just went went against them. But, but, but you can come on up, talk to all three of us. We welcome you up, even if you're, you know, don't know anybody else. Walk <laughs> up to us. We'll make you feel comfortable. We'll chat you up. We'll make you laugh. Such a,
0: such a small audience that you're broadcasting this to. I have no idea moment. who we're talking.
1: To. I yeah, think you should take
0: know. out a big, uh, a big ad, like outside of the uh, outside of the win. Get a big billboard that says Magento developers. You are welcome. No, I'm gonna do
2: that. But it, but it just just on a final note on that, like, because you know, obviously, you know you know, I build up my company and, you know, I know about a few different things. If there's any developers out there, like young guys that, you know, you're building an extension and you just want to have a private chat with me off the record about, you know, how do you build it up and stuff like that, then I'm more than happy to to have that conversation with, with you, you know. So I just want to put that out there because, you know, I think that it's a lonely world, you know. I yeah. I feel quite lonely sometimes as a, a in quotes, entrepreneur. And um, you know, if I can do anything to to make it easier, especially for female devs as well, like then I'm willing to spend some time at Imagine doing that. So so that's give me a something shout,
0: reach you, out. you're making a great point right there, which is something that I think we don't have in our community yet. Um, and and that does exist in in the larger PHP community. Is is we don't have the attention on on gender or equality issues. We don't have the attention on. Like we're not, we're not paying attention to that stuff in the Magento community. And if there's anything that I think is necessary, is we should all be having those conversations. Like even in our oh. community, there some of them are tough conversations to have, and some of them, like myself, are not conversations that are suited for people like me to be leading. And that's that's where I think you, you know, you yeah. have a better I, platform than I do. Um,
2: I, I got to be careful what I say here because yeah. <laughs> obviously I'm female. I don't know about all that. I mean, I have a little bit of an issue with it now, more than I used to have with it. I think when people used to work with me, they knew that I was an engineer, so I didn't have an issue. You know, it's just, you know, if you work with me for a day, you'll know I'm an engineer. But obviously, from an outside perception, people see me as a company owner. So now some people talk to me like I'm a little bit stupid. So, <laughs> but maybe they would do that whether i female or not. I'm not right. sure. So, but um, but in general, I sort of feel like, like, I just want to be treated like everybody else. And I don't want any exceptions to be made because of my gender. I don't want to be put on a board because I'm female. I want to be put on a board because I'm better than anybody else. Yeah. And, and like, you know, I don't want people to, to buy my product because I'm a woman or to, to you know, like, so right. treat, me, right, right, right. treat me, you know, and when I went to the Rails conference, oh my God. So, so like they have these female events, man, they're scary.
1: Is that what this conference is? Rouse? The, the Ruby on Rails
2: Some issues. Royals. And um, they're scary. I was scared. Yeah, Royals I like why were you scared? The thing. They had they had a they had one on in a games, you know, like a game pub, you know where they have all software all um arcade games? Yeah. And that's where all the men were. And the women were at the top of New Relic building. Okay. And I was like, what the hell are we doing up here? why are we not down in the pub with the arcade games? I uh-huh. didn't get, it.
1: and it was I, like I, an organized event. Like this event is just the women are going to do their thing. Is that what yeah. it was? Okay, it was, it, was scary. it was just weird. Yeah,
2: because it, it was there were a lot of really dominant women. I was a little scared. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, it's uh, yeah, I it's. It's a tough it segregate, you know yeah, but right. I, uh,
0: yeah, so I'm not pro segregation <laughs> what I'm trying oh, to off into but, the but nobody's pool. yeah, nobody's gonna have this conversation, <laughs> you know, if there aren't some strong personalities leading leading the charge, you know, i had I had a really great conversation about this with Ben Marks last year at imagine, um because uh, it was right around the time that there were some people um I, I, all these conferences were coming out with like, you know uh code of conduct policies and all this stuff and and i just thought to myself i'm like why aren't we seeing that in the magento community why aren't there people that are railing on this the same way and you can't say it's because well generally our community is nicer or better I, like it's yeah. there's not
2: many women in it i mean that's the reality i that, mean but that's the there?
0: problem isn't it like who uh, nobody's me, standing up and saying Anna. that you know like
2: genevieve he who works who works for me she's fantastic you got Kimberly
0: Kimberly Thomas
2: Kimberly
1: Formerly Sherry Roddy, Laura. And, I mean, uh, uh, I'm I'm forgetting her last name. Oh, Laura, sure. the, Yeah, worked with Kimberly for some time. The um, promotions uh, module to yeah. New York Hackathon. Yep. yep. Um, yeah. Yes. I, I, yeah. Yeah. I don't know.
0: The fact that we can even start a list tells you it's too small. Right. I, it's
2: pretty small. It's. But I don't think personally. I think that. It, it, I think the way you make a difference is at like the STEM education kind of level. So I think it, it's past. Oh, I the fully point. agree. I fully agree. I know that. It w- one. So when it I comes
0: was... to us, it's too late. You're saying like it should have been. Pers-
2: personally, I think so. Yeah, and I yeah. think like you know the women that are in the community we're already like I work with men all my life. That's what we know. Right. So you know we just it's not a problem for us. You know and. And maybe in other industries and others, this thing in, you know, with um, Silicon Valley recently and all that, it's different. You know, it's a different makeup there. But for an engineer like myself, I'm more used to working with men than I am women. When I had my first kid, it was scary as hell going in that hospital, I can tell you. <laughs> all those women around. <laughs> I know
1: one thing for sure, you know, that so, some of the women that I talk to that are developers and that, uh, have some issues. One thing very specifically, I think for this conference that I know really can rub some of the wrong way is if they are a developer and you're chatting with somebody, you meet somebody new. And if you kind of stereotype them and you assume that let's say they're a designer or in marketing or something like that. Um, I know that's one specific thing that can really be offensive because it's like, Oh, why are you assuming I'm marketing when I'm a developer. Whereas if it was a guy, you wouldn't say, Oh, Hey, are you designer?" true. Oh, Hey, what do you do? So I think that's a specific actionable piece of advice as you're meeting people. Uh, you might have those stereotypes in your head from whatever, from pattern recognition or whatever, but just, you know, don't try not to open up conversations that way because that, that can can be, the only reason
0: I even brought this up was because, well, you know, like I we don't talk about this very often and we're talking about inclusiveness, right? Like we wanna we wanna include those who don't really who aren't prone to being included in things. Like they don't speak up. So how do we get them to speak up and tell them it's okay to speak up? And and this might be one of those things. I don't know.
2: But I think that's a lesson to us all. Like from and I've always had this philosophy since very young age of, you know, our, when I used to work at Thomson Reuters, I used to mix with the senior management and stuff like that. But I used to talk to the cleaner the same way that I talked to the guy right. at the yep. top, yep. you know, and it's like, it's just about mutual respect. And I, I'll yeah. talk to anybody and I'll treat everybody the same. And then as long as they respect me back, then we're all good. You know, like that's, that's all it's about. And and I think it's the same what Caitlin saying about the, The thing with the women being, you know, don't, don't just say, you know, oh yeah, she must be in sales and marketing, you know, (laughs) don't assume uh, for people because it's this whole, whole thing, you know, like the guy that comes around to your stand late in the day, he's probably the guy that's the one with the most money, you know what I mean? Who looks Mm -hmm. like dressed in his trainers and t-shirt, you know, like you just can't make assumptions about what people's backgrounds are, especially in IT, you know, there's, there's a lot of different faces and, you know, just, you know, just, Treat everybody as you find them, you know, and that's a pretty good rule. It seems to have worked for me. I I didn't climb very high in voices, but you know, never mind. <laughs> I've got good friends with the cleaners. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. I just, yeah,
1: I just have to say, I think uh, there's, there are a number of examples that are inspiring to me and like you and some of the people we've mentioned where, you know, you're not in a position of prominence because of any kind of a, a, a affirmative action gender type thing. It's because you are the best at shipping period. And everybody knows that there's no question about that. That's what you do you've done it for years, you've been dedicated, you've built a, 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 an amazing team. And so I, to me, that's, I, I love that. I love seeing that where, you know, it's like, Hey, just look at the work, you know, just, and not to say that there isn't, there isn't stuff that needs to be done and maybe some policies. I, I don't know, but I just, to me, that's, that's inspiring to see women that, you know, get, you know, uh, just get stuff done and, 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 you know, do awesome work and, and are known for that, you know?
2: Yeah. And I think that's the thing about a bootstrap company as well. And I love it when like with what you're doing, Kaelin, when you actually see a bootstrap company succeed, because that's the greatest achievement What's you know, for me, like to be able to grow a business from zero and not be false and not have, you know, anything pumped into it. And you've actually built those customers up and you've created that income. Like for me, like that's why I carry on doing my job. And I hope you carry on doing your job because of that. You know, it's a, uh, it's great running a company like that. So, you know, yeah, you should exciting. be commended for that as well. Caitlin, cause you're doing a good job there. We need more <laughs> of you. Thank you. We need more <laughs> of you. So, you know, so, so cause there'll be a lot of VC jumping around Imagine and that'll be interesting to watch. Oh really? Yeah. I, they're I do, they're
0: doing a whole pitch fest and everything. Yeah.
2: Wow. I had no idea. Yeah. But, but nobody talks about that either. They? Nobody talks about bootstrapping. Like, why would I want to go and get this massive loan off of somebody? You know, like people don't talk about that stuff. And there's always a time is right. You know, there's always that, but you know, but when you first start out, like, uh, you know, I I looked, looked up to a lot of bootstrap businesses and you know, it's it's good. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I, I don't, I've looked
1: up to you in a similar way. I don't, I don't know if I mentioned this, but actually, even before I got into Magento, I have no idea how, but I found your site a couple of years before I got into Magento and it's like, this this person that's running an extension shop. And it was one of the first times I'd seen that kind of business model. And I was like, wow, you know, that's awesome. And, um, so yeah, I could go on and on about the bootstrap. Yeah, we shouldn't thing. do that. It's a that's a whole other <laughs> thing. That's a whole other thing.
0: <laughs> you can save it for Kalen's uh, podcast. Kalen has yeah. a, has a, his own thing. Right? This
1: is true. Yeah. I have a little, a little personal one that I like to rant on, uh, just about you know personal rants. So, yeah, we can do another a separate if one. If you on there. if you
0: like listening to Kalen just talk to himself, <laughs> this is the podcast for this you. This is
1: what you need. This you is need, what you, you need. need that, you that like. podcast. We, dude, we we need to start like cross promoting other podcasts like yeah, we NPR should. style on uh, on the show here. We should do yeah. all
0: that stuff. Um, is there, Karen, is there anything else you want to share with our <laughs> audience? Is there anything else you want to say before
2: I'm we get you in and do? I'm sorry, I apologize. Yeah. No, I, could, no, I love this. I personally,
1: this is where for me, I could go literally for another hour. And I know some people will say 22 minutes is the ideal podcast length. But this is the kind of conversation that I could just go for another hour it's really fascinating. I know we don't have the time for that now, but I'm really, I, like, I love all the questions you brought up. I'm having a great time, but yeah, I know we got to wrap it up here. But we'll we yeah. so, we
0: have another one of these. We'll have one at imagine, you know, and we'll, there we, we'll—we this should not be the last time Karen ever comes on our podcast for goodness sake. Please. We just
1: have her on every single time from now on. Yeah. New rule. This You're a new honorary I'm, yeah, co-host. I'm
2: Come on again, this is it now. This is my, uh, bowing out time. So.
1: <laughs> but, anything else to you wanna, but anything else you want to mention or, or uh,
2: plug? I'm good. I mean, just thanks for having me and I hope, I don't know. I hope like, I think one of the reasons why I wanted to come on was just, I sent an email to you. I just wanted to encourage that next developer. And I hope that, you know, maybe somebody is listening to this, you know, listens to me and listens to you guys and realizes we're normal and just says, Do you know what? I'm going to have a crack at this. Hmm. And, um, yeah. you know, like this is, you know, we sort of, what's the word? Like, hum made it human kind of, you G- know, nice. made it more real, you yeah. know, that yeah. you can, you can do things, you know, right. and just, just give it a go, you know? So now do,
1: my, do like you, policy. do you want people to just go ahead and email you directly? Uh, at an email <laughs> no, address? don't
2: email me at all. <laughs> 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 but they can, all. <laughs> they can hit you. They can hit you on. No, they, don't they, email me. I'm going to imagine. Out. Okay. Um, you can catch me on Twitter. I'm really bad at emails. Okay. So catch me on Twitter. Um, You can catch me, I imagine, and yeah, I mean, i um, yeah, I've probably put myself in a hole there. Cheers, Kaylin. No, 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 <laughs> no I'm sorry, I just get about six thousand
1: emails. I just try, yeah, no, I know you have a ton. You're my PA, Jane. But, so uh, should do. So people I love who, Jane. Jane's the best. <laughs> people should hit you on Twitter if they if they want to follow up or yeah uh, yeah I
2: yeah. mean yeah connect me on Twitter and, and yeah but don't right. I'm not giving out my personal email address stop that
1: <laughs> social social security number
2: while while we're on it oh. all right but thanks very much for having us on no, you guys do a you. great job you know and oh, I'm not sure you. if people commend you enough but I think your podcasts are fantastic
0: thank thanks. you Karen Baker <laughs> wow. Webshop Keep Apps and Shipper HQ uh, thank you so much
2: take care all right bye bye it's nothing to be nervous about it's absolutely nothing to be nervous about